Welcome to Drinks with Mom. Hello. Hi, Paul. What are you doing here? (laughs) What am I doing here? (laughs) This is Drinks with Mom, episode 61. 61. That's a pretty big one for us. We thought we were at 60 a couple times before, but we're finally over the hump. Uh, Thanks for having me at your wonderful abode on this foggy (laughs) afternoon. Yes, it is a foggy Um, afternoon. What do we do here for the people who might be just tuning in? We have a cocktail. And then we talk about things, some things that might be annoying us or some things that need to be dwelled into. There you go. That's that's the, the long and the short of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we doing today for our drink? We're having a mocktail. It's a special drink. Um, it's made by, what do we call it? I think Leers? it's Liars. Liars or Leers. Spiced cane style, um, yeah, non-alcoholic. A spiced rum alternative. Right. Um, so this is kind of in honor of dry January. A lot of people are, are doing dry January. Yes, but this is a non-alcoholic dark and stormy. That's what it's that's, called. Yeah, that's <gasps> so I, what did they call it? It's their spice and stormy or something like that? Well, I'll just have to Google. <laughs> dark Le- and spicy. Lears dark and spicy. Yeah, that's what this maybe, is called. Maybe they can confirm the, what, uh, well, this is the spiced cane. Yes. Right? And dark and spicy is a take on dark and stormy? I, I guess it could be. Yeah. Well, it is based on the ingredients we've chosen to well, go with. So that's true. <laughs> you know, I, I never like to argue with you, but... It's not an argument. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just facts. Okay. Um, here we go again. And they, if, if liars or leers are listening, um, I would say they could correct our pronunciation yes, of their, of their like, brand. I'd like to think it's liers. Uh, I think it's... Reading on their website today, it's based on the liar bird. So I think it's probably... You're probably right. <laughs> but they can correct us. Someone else, maybe there's experts in our growing audience. Anyway, so in honor of Dry January, we are doing a mocktail because it's about time. We used to pepper these in every now and then. And, right. you know, the, the year got away from us. We haven't done a mocktail in a little while. So it's about time. I mean, I guess we did the non-alcoholic gin, the, the Tanqueray. Yes, we did. Alternative. Um, and this episode, yeah, we're doing the uh, the Liars uh, Spiced Rum Alternative that yes. you happen to have purchased uh, before and thought might make a good episode. Yes, I tried it before Christmas for, with eggnog. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we have done a Dark and Stormy before many, many episodes ago, um, ginger beer and rum. So uh, let's give this the old clinky clink and clinky see how clink. we feel. And I drop my lime right in there. Yeah, you go for it. His lime's been all over his fingers and everything, you know. Hmm. Not bad. Did Not you, bad. Did you give it a stir? Yeah. I feel like uh, the ice has, as we took our photos and things, the ice has melted and diluted it a bit, so the punch of the ginger beer that you usually yeah. would get isn't quite there. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a tasty beverage. It's quite nice, very refreshing. I should speak into the microphone. Oh yeah, you should. Um, yeah, it is very refreshing. I could see that going down pretty quickly, which is good and bad because well, a there's no alcohol, so you're not going to have any ad- adverse effects in that way, right? But you know, there are sugar and other contents and all these things. Um, so yeah, it's an interesting alternative uh, and a hot topic being mocktails and things. Um, what made you pick this up? Just because I was trying to do an alternative, mm-hmm. you know, try to cut down on drinking over the holidays, yeah. look for something that I might enjoy. And I was sort of on, I was not so sure about this one. Mm-hmm. I had never read up about it, but I, got, to be honest, I got it at Winner's Home Sense and they have oh, quite a line. They have quite a bunch. Yeah, I was reading up on the company. Uh, mm-hmm. They're a UK-based... Um, UK slash Australia based. I think it's started by Australians in UK, and uh, they have they do have a, a large line of of different uh, alcohol alternatives, uh, a couple different rums also. Right. Um, and I guess this is based as per the name. It's kind of based on cane sugar. 
mm-hmm. um, and then a bunch of uh, other spices and, and things. They have their own non-alcohol base, as they call it. Um, but we should try some of it on its own as well. So why don't I, through the magic of editing, because we forgot to get yes. ourselves little snifters of the, the solo stuff, why don't I uh, make that happen? Uh, I'll edit it to seem okay. like it was heaven knows here. we don't want me to get up. <laughs> yeah, you might not get back down. I'm going to burp. All right, and there we go. <laughs> I'm just going to burp right on cue. Um, so I've got a little snifter in front of each of us of the spiced cane beverage on its own. Here's clinky, the looking clinky. at you. You can smell like caramel. Interesting. Um, one thing I should note, on their website, as you've got a, a, a constipated look on your face. Oh, thanks a lot for sharing that with the world. Was that before or after the podcast started? <laughs> um, one thing I did notice in the FAQ on their website is they they actually don't recommend doing what we're doing right now, which is drinking it straight. Oh, They okay. tell you to consult one of their mixes or do a mixing class with their products um, because I guess it's meant to enhance a non-alcohol-based cocktail. And I could see why they would tell you not to have it on its own because on its own, it really doesn't do the rum thing. No, it really, it's hard to say that it doesn't taste like anything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's... Um... Tastes tastes like watered down, something very watered down. It's definitely down. like the essence of something. Yes, you know. But I imagine this. I could. Uh, there's some spice to it, like a little bit of a a kick at the end that gives you um, the indication that it would go well with a, a ginger beer, like we've done. Mm-hmm. I I quite enjoy it. It's very refreshing. Yeah. I'm gonna make a little mini. I'm gonna try to oh, experiment here. Good idea. I've got the fever tree, ginger beer. Good old fever tree. And the leftovers of these sniff- snifters we've just poured. You can't go wrong with fever tree, folks. Yeah, mom's trying to get a sponsorship. <laughs> no, but it's the truth. It's the truth. Any any time I use it. So that works better to me. The moment you add the ginger beer. Well, it gives us some chutzpah. You get, well, that's, I, I talked to, um, there's a bartender, Alex, in our neighborhood at a place called the Argyle that I'm going to take you at some point. Um, and I asked him about mocktail ingredients and and kind of, He's a really good mixologist, and uh, he's the one who got me infusing the, the fat washing that we did last time and certain other things. So I was asking him about go-to ingredients to make a good mocktail or non-alcoholic beverage, because they do have mocktails on their menu. And he was saying ginger beer is a real a really good one, because it does give you that bite that a right. lot of these non-alcoholic or de-alcoholized spirits don't have. So I think what we're getting here is the bite of the ginger beer mixed with some of the, I guess the spices and aromatics of the, of the liars, uh, spiced cane beverage. Yeah. It's quite nice. I, I like ginger beer cause that you feel like you're getting a kick anyway. Yeah. Now I'd be curious, um, to do an experiment where you just had, because in our, in our, um, dark and spicy, as they call it, we have the liars, then we have lime juice, mm-hmm. and we have a vanilla syrup that Laura and I actually made ourselves because we didn't have any of the Liars branded um, ingredients. So that was just equal parts sugar and water boiled on the stove and then a, a vanilla bean left in to infuse. And that actually came out quite nice, but you know, mm-hmm. it's a half cup of sugar, half cup of water. So there's yeah. a lot of sugar, but you only use a sparing amount of it in the cocktail. And then the um, top it up with ginger beer and a lime wedge for garnish. So I'm curious if you just took out the liars, what would be the difference in this cocktail? Would it would That's it true. be different? You know, um, it's similar to when we had the non-alcoholic gin. I feel like trying the gin on its own, there was none of that bite, none of that kind of zing that mm-hmm. real gin or alcohol gives you. Um, but they did have the botanicals to kind of uh, mimic the flavor. 
But the, I, again, I found in that episode, the tonic from Fever Tree was doing the heavy lifting to make you feel like it was the real deal. And in this case, I think the ginger beer is really giving you the boost. Well, you can now have a little bit of ginger beer in it all, on its own because you just, you know, yeah, emptied your wee glass. Well, I, I tried some ginger beer on its own earlier and, and you get a similar kick. The ginger, the, the strong ginger and spice from the ginger beer does hit you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder how much it's doing versus how much the liars is doing. Um, so it's an interesting, uh, I guess, trend right now that there are a lot of these de-alcoholized or non-alcoholic spirits. I don't think this, I think when we did the beer episode, some of those were de-alcoholized in the sense that they had to brew beer and then use reverse osmosis and other techniques to remove the alcohol, but try to keep the flavor. Whereas I don't think they're doing that here. They don't actually say that it's fully non-alcoholic because um, lots of things contain a tiny, tiny tiny amount of alcohol, orange juice, certain other things. Yeah, There's just natural fermentation that happens in certain fruits and stuff as well. Um, So they say it's below 0.5%. Yeah, usually if it's below 0.5. Yeah, they can say non-alcoholic. So I I don't know that they started with alcohol and then removed it. Um, it's not, they don't really tell you too much on their site about their, their specific, I guess they don't want to give away their secrets. But um, it is interesting that on their site specifically, they say, don't try it on its own like we just did because it kind of removes the mystique a little bit. Yes, and I, you know what? I, when I bought it, I didn't even look at the site at first. I just, um, I tried it on its own. Yeah. And I went, oh, oh no. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Yeah, it's missing something. <laughs> and then I did a um, rum and eggnog. Mm-hmm with it and added my nutmeg and whatever yeah and it was not too bad yeah you know it it was it didn't wasn't a replacement yeah um i can't say it was equal to a rum and eggnog but it was it was nice i'm inclined if i you know as as alcohol trend is trending down a little bit and people are trying to drink a little less certainly in the first month of the year a lot of people do dry january i'm inclined to say i would just opt for something that is totally unique and not trying to mimic. Like right. I think we said this in the gin and tonic yeah. non-alcoholic episode. I'd prefer just to get a mocktail that's inventive and interesting and has good flavor mm-hmm. than something that's trying to be something else. Um, because I don't always think they hit the mark when you have that comparison in your head. Like right now I'm thinking a real dark and stormy with a nice dark rum. Oh, it's beautiful. It tastes good and it tastes yeah. a little different than this. But on its own with a different recipe... And they gave a bunch of recipes, like they gave a, gin, um, a mojito as well mm-hmm. that you could make with this. But again, it's a comparison to something yeah. that you already have in your head that you know about. Yeah. Maybe if you had never had a mojito or, or a dark and stormy, you might find it a different beast. But because we're familiar being experts, of I don't course. think we've done a mojito yet. But um, I don't know, but I sure drank them. <laughs> but being experts as we are, you know, I, I'm, I'm constantly comparing it to the thing they say it's supposed to taste like. And I would say personally, I feel like the... Fever Tree is doing the heavy lifting again. Mm-hmm. So you might be able to say, I'm going to save the 30 bucks and just buy more more ginger beer. Right. But at the same time, I mean, there's something interesting going on in the, you smell the caramel and certain other, certain other flavors they've got in there and you do taste a little bit of something going on. So there's something I think you could do, maybe in the right hands, the right mixologist, somebody could take this and really have it as kind of a, a flavor addition in a mocktail. I, I believe that uh, they're doing very well. And I like their site because if you like bourbon, you click on their site that says bourbon and it tell you what product to buy of theirs. Right. You know, and so I think that's a great idea. Yeah, and I guess that's coming from a place where um, 
there's a lot more kind of uh, concern over how much alcohol we're drinking. And if you're someone who likes a bourbon, maybe you want to see, could I replace it with this occasionally? And that's mm-hmm. clever. I guess you just have to make sure that you're, you're hitting the mark. Um, but it's hard to tell someone, don't try it on its own first. Yes. Now I'm noticing there is very little sugar in it. Um, they do say there's less sugar in their in their mixes than there is in the actual things they are replacing. Mm-hmm. So, because you don't see the sugar no. content of a bottle of of rum, right? And I'm no. sure there there is some. So this is one gram of sugar per thirty milliliters, um, and five calories only. So it's it is better than thirty mils. I think um, how many ounces is that? That might be an ounce or two. Um, but that's that's certainly better per calorie count than mm-hmm. most uh, spirits would be for sure. I think, yeah. I think things like gin or, or whiskey probably have, you know, 30, 40 calories in a, in an ounce, but don't quote me on that. Uh, but, um, but yeah, so I could see between this and the fever tree, you start to add up with some sugar content, but still probably less than your common alcohol cocktail. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting the way that they would, they're heavily marketing this stuff now and you saw it in home sense winners, home sense, uh, at a discount. So mm-hmm. I think um, they're pushing it, um, and I think there is an appetite for it right now. Certainly, you've got dry January, and then you pointed out that there's a a, a dry February you can right. sign up for in Canada to benefit for uh, cancer. cancer. I guess is that something you get donations for doing it, or yeah. how do you? I get the impression yeah, you can you can go online and sign up right on the kind site, kind of like a November, like people mm-hmm. then have to pledge yes. to you or something. I, I get that impression. Yeah, I haven't yeah. really researched it. I've right. just been hearing about it. Um, a lot of advertising. Yeah, and I guess we touched on the, uh, the the potentially changing guidelines for Canadian alcohol consumption back in the fall, and that study. I walked I walked in here today with a list of things to talk about, and you said, "Did you see it? It's out." <laughs> blah blah blah. So I had to do some quick googling, but it seems like the study by the um, what's the name? The CCSA, I think, is the official governing body. That yeah, the study by the Canadian Center on Substance Use and Addiction is finished their their report and and has submitted it to Health Canada. Um, and they are saying staying under three drinks a week, so two drinks a week puts you at low risk for all these extra uh, types of cancer and uh, increased chance of certain things. And then going from, I think, three to six puts you at moderate risk. And then beyond that, you're at high risk if you have more than six drinks a week. So that's certainly in contrast to the current guidelines that are still on the Government of Canada's website. They still say 15 drinks a week for a man and 10 for... A woman, um, and I believe they say no more than two a day. Uh, yeah, two standard two standard drinks per day, um, three standard drinks on special occasions, and try to avoid drinking every day. Have a have some gaps. But this new study that we talked about in the fall that's finally been submitted, um, it's you know it's quite a bit less than that, and they don't discriminate necessarily for men and women. It's basically. If you have over two drinks a week, you're at higher risk mm-hmm. for these types of cancers and things. I'm looking at an article on the CBC's website, and they have a paragraph where they they reach out to Health Canada to see what they say about this study. And I guess it turns out that the the Health Canada partially funded the study, so they are obviously interested in the results and the effects. But they also say uh, they recognize that alcohol use presents a significant public health and safety issue that affects individuals and communities across Canada. And we look forward to receiving the updated guidance developed by the Canadian Center on Substance Use and Addiction and reviewing any recommendations. So that's to say the government is has partially funded this study 
and is interested in reading it, but they haven't committed either way to changing the official government guidelines on this. Um, because as I said, if I go to the web, the government of Canada website, their low risk alcohol drinking guidelines are the same as they've been since 2011. So I'm curious what will happen. And we've mm-hmm. been saying this since we read about this in the fall. I'm curious if the government is actually going to change these guidelines because as of right now in Ontario, they are the purveyors of alcohol for us mostly. So mm-hmm. they're getting a lot of money from the sale of alcohol here. So are they suddenly going to tell us to stop buying it? Or are they going to tax it differently or add labels that that's one of the big things people are calling for are labels on every alcoholic beverage that tells you which cancers you could be more susceptible to um so it's an interesting one but do you think do you think this will impact your consumption of alcohol i don't really i i shouldn't say it won't it'll it will, will give me thought food for thought for sure um because i'm trying you know i'm in that mode that it's time you know, cut back. Yeah, right. You know, it's not good. You know, you go through the holidays and you're, you up your ante. So mm. now, you know, you scale back. Uh, two drinks a week. I, I've never even thought about that. Yeah, you know, well, I usually, know. Usually. I know a lot more people are, have been cutting back quite a bit. And mm-hmm. I, 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 some alcohol or some, sorry, some articles that I read on the way here or right after you mentioned it. Um, uh, coincidentally, I was looking at the, the, the drop of alcohol consumption in January and, and, or just in general, um, looking at, you know, New Year's resolutions and things like that. And one article from the New York times I was reading was all about, um, how many alternatives to nightlife based on alcohol have started popping up, like whether it's more kind of tea houses or Mm -hmm. different types of events that don't have alcohol, but they encourage social interaction some other way, because, alcohol does kind of loosen you up to, oh, to sure go, get out there and meet people and talk to people. And that's something, there's a book dad gave me that I've been reading called Drunk and it's a history of alcohol consumption and kind of talks about it. And I'm, I'm still only about halfway through, but it does comment on how long this has been part of our society and how much it like kind of lubricates those social muscles. Um, but one of this, this New York Times article did say that the new younger generations are consuming less alcohol and are, mm-hmm. are looking for alternatives to nightlife based on alcohol consumption. Um, so the trend is that way, but I can see it being quite a battle for people. I know personally last year, I, I cut down my alcohol consumption compared to the year before by quite yeah. a bit, but still higher than maybe what some people have, but still lower than a lot of people. Yeah. So I, it's, I think it's, you know, it's a tough one to balance for sure. Yeah, for me, I I made up my mind. I definitely want to scale back. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed it more when we go out to functions, there's more non-alcoholic alternatives. You know, a lot of the flavored waters and um, not everybody's drinking anymore. Yeah, and um, when I was asking the bartender in my neighborhood about non-alcoholic or mocktail ingredients to go for, he ginger beer was obviously a big one because it gives you that kind of kick. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, that, that a non-alcoholic beverage might miss. He also mentioned um, Brio, which is like, or like Italian soda. It's, right. Brio, I guess, is like like the Coke of, like it's an Italian kind of Coke and it, uh, it's it got a bit of a kick to it too. It's full of sugar. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, right? With just like Coke. And then right. um, the other one he said was, you can really uh, do some strong steeped teas to base some flavors in in a mocktail. Hmm. So get a flavored tea, steep it really strong and then add that as your, your flavor ingredient. Um which is interesting because that would be relatively sugar-free depending on what else you do right. to it after. Um, but I could certainly see things like, you know, soda and the flavored 
flavored drops and things you mentioned increasing as people go away from from alcohol. But you know, Laura and I talk about this because we're both into music and the music scene, concerts or even performing, they're so based around alcohol yeah. because the venues where you play or go to see a concert are encouraging you to drink. The venues you play often part of the compensation is they cover your bar bill or at least a portion of it. But you know every incentive is around alcohol, and I know some some musicians more and more in recent years who have stopped drinking completely because the lifestyle does kind of add up. Um, and but you find that you see it's a bit hard to get away from it in in the, in music. Um, so I'm curious, you know, how this goes. But in any case, I mean, it's uh, we'll see. We'll see if they actually enact these guidelines officially mm -hmm. and what the government's response is at the local government-run liquor store and beer store. You know, do they do anything? Or is it all kind of, thanks for the study, now keep buying our booze kind of thing. Um, but personally, my goal this year is to continue my trend of drinking a little less. But, you know, I enjoy having a beer with yeah. dad or a cocktail with you. Um, but that doesn't mean I have to have you know, three in a night or, or, no. you know, more than a bunch a week, but it, it would be hard at the moment to, to stay under three a week. Yeah, I, 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 I totally agree. Just the way our lifestyle is through the week is, wouldn't be an issue, but once the weekend hits or you're entertaining or, and I'll have to say, there's nothing like when you've got a cold that you have a hot toddy. Yeah. Now I know there's some good ginger drinks now. And I and, actually do a lot when I'm sick, I'll do a ginger tea fresh right. ginger tea lemon honey mm -hmm. and just forego the the rum or, or or whiskey or bourbon you'd put in a toddy and i quite like that yeah um but yeah and i know this study is also backed by the world health organization i believe or they agree with the findings so i'm curious how other countries will respond um you know the uk or the us who follow very similar trends as we do in terms of consumption and their guidelines are very similar currently what will they say when when canada tells them hey you guys gotta cool it um but in any case, it's you know alcohol has been around for a very very long time in in human society, uh, so I don't think it goes away. But yeah, how do they regulate it? And is there something about just how strong our drinks have become over recent years? There's a lot, a lot of the beers that I've been having yeah. when I go to local breweries, they're ten percent, you know, and that's, that's part another of it. thing, like you say, or like when you go to an all inclusive, a lot of it is the drinking, right? Mm -hmm. The first thing you're thinking is what what drink can I have when I get there? Yeah. You know, um, different on a cruise so much because we're usually off the ship looking at things. Yeah. But uh, drinking, it has been a big part of our life, our social life. Yeah. Um, in any case, you know, I don't think we're going to solve the world's problems no. here, but it's more food for thought. And if any of our listeners have, uh, you know, thoughts on the guidelines uh, or, you know, anything they, they have to say in that realm of, you know, replacing alcohol or cutting back or not or whatever... Mm -hmm. You know, we're on Instagram at Drinks with Mom, Twitter at Drinks with Mom, and how can they email us? Oh, Drinks with Mom at Drinks with Mom Podcast at Gmail dot com. There you go, I got and you. And that's a non alcoholic yeah. response. Drinks with Mom Podcast at Gmail dot com. Yeah. This is going to be a real dry one because it, it you really know, is a dry serious one. subjects. We're not we're not having alcohol. It's hard to loosen up a yeah, bit. Yeah, it's not as warm and comforting. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I just got to sit here with my mother. Oh. Forget it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but that segues us into kind of a New Year's resolution. It's the first episode of the year of 2023. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we can kind of get into, do you have any resolutions? Did you make any last year? No, I, I don't really make them because they I make them, you know, and an hour later they kind of go out the window. <laughs> I wouldn't say that fast. Yeah. Like I've always like, you know, tried to say, okay, this is it. This one for me this year was really focusing on drinking more water. 
right. I don't That's drink I don't drink enough water and mm. I know it. So it it helps a lot of areas of your body that you don't realize. Yeah. And so I do try to drink more water. But I find for me, I don't like cold water. So I boil mm. the kettle and I actually have put a little bit of flavor enhancer in. Oh, yeah. Sometimes if that's going to get me, you know, change it up a bit. Yeah, for it. sure. I mean, when I lived in Taiwan, it was a, a bit of a culture shock that they didn't serve cold water at restaurant tables and things. Yeah. It's lukewarm. And I think the the conventional wisdom there is that that's not as jarring on your system to because you're hot inside your body. Mm-hmm. So this cold water kind of seems like a bit of a, a slap. Um, and I kind of got used to it. I got to like it a little bit. Um, but yeah, I've been trying. Last year, Was I started doing uh, trying to drink at least four liters of water a day. Oh, so I, I, I've been measuring it and I, I, I've been hitting it for good several for months. How's the, how's the peeing going? That's fine. Not more than normal. Once oh, you get used okay. to it, I find it just, you don't want to chug. A, I don't want to play catch up at the end of the night and yeah. chug a liter of water right before bed because then, you know, uh, yeah. that's my own fault. But um, yeah, I think like you, I don't usually make resolutions because I, I find I've always got something I'm trying to do and I don't yeah. know. To me, it doesn't have to be the year. The, the new year doesn't mark a point where I suddenly start changing. Um, I think one article I read on the way here about this subject was resolutions can be kind of harmful depending on what you're choosing to want to change because it's it sets a lot of pressure and expectation on yourself and you feel like a failure when you don't achieve it. Right. So the people who say, I'm going to lose... 20 pounds this year, you know, that may seem reasonable. You've got 12 months to do it. Maybe you're overweight, but, um, when you fail, if, if you fail at it, or if you fail to keep it off, it's, it, you've, you almost do more damage to yourself mentally because you, you, now you're a failure. Whereas I think experts say, um, don't set specific mm-hmm. hard to reach goals, but maybe make moderate changes. It takes a while for us to actually change any type of habit or any type of, of, uh, factor in our life. So they say, do some choose something that is a slow burn. Like maybe you don't say, I want to lose 20 pounds. Maybe you say, I'd like to eat healthier or I'd like to walk more, but maybe there doesn't have to be a discrete metric around it. Um, and I kind of agree with that. Like I, I want one thing I'd like to do this year that I think I've realized from just working on things creatively this month is um, I'd like to be more productive in the morning. I'd like to switch my schedule around so that I, I find that in the morning I'm a bit more mentally available and then by the time i'm ready to do the creative things i like to do it's 11 o'clock at night and my brain is tired so i kind of want to reverse things a little bit um and just see if i can do this same amount of commitments but maybe choose a time of day that better suited to them and just follow my own my own creative rhythm but yeah have you got anything you're thinking of changing well i i there's all sorts of things like i can find i can go up to bed too early mm-hmm. and so i've tried to go on my spin bike instead you yeah. know, or, or I had, was doing a puzzle and that kept me up from going upstairs. Is um, that a problem because you don't want to be asleep too early? Are you up too early or do you not sleep well if you go to bed too early? No, I just like my bed, I think. <laughs> and I think maybe I've got to stay out of it. You know, I get up fairly early, but I'm yeah. just trying to do, um, get into some more interests that will uh, keep me either from sitting in front of Netflix. Yeah, right. Uh, doing things that, yeah, I'm not sitting looking at the TV. But yeah. I didn't make any resolutions other than, usually you come out at the holidays and you say you're going to slow down on everything. You're eating mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. So I, um, my big thing was to carry the darn water bottle with me and half the time <laughs> I get in the car and I have to run back and get it. Yeah. But I'm trying to make it a point of at least taking this this one small water bottle I have and... And it's there for me if I'm thirsty rather than stopping and getting a coffee. Have a drink of that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's uh, 
That's a big one. I think the water bottle thing for me too. Mine, mine recently took a few too many tumbles and <laughs> would stop sitting upright when I put it down. So the other night, uh, like I, a baby. <laughs> yeah, probably I took a few too many tumbles. The um, the other night I put the water bottle at the top of the stairs on the on the knoll post. <laughs> oh no! And accidentally knocked it over, of course, in the dark, and it tumbled down the stairs, dented a piece of wood, and and again, it's just it won't sit straight anymore. So I. I have recycled that one. And then I spent like two weeks looking for a water bottle oh that I like the goodness. size and shape of. And, you know, it's a, it's a commitment because it's the thing you're going to carry around every day to make sure you you drink the, the amount of water that you say you're going to do. It's amazing. So. You got a wife. <laughs> well, hey, you know, she's a lucky lady. <laughs> um, Jury's out. <laughs> but yeah, so I think, yeah, resolutions for me have never really been something that I've, I've done. No. No. Um, I like the I like to try to make a change when I feel it makes sense and also to try to make a change that is will be sustainable and and I I'm it's actually achievable. Right. So it's it's okay. I think it's it's very much okay. This is one thing I learned in working in corporate world for so long was um they almost encourage you if you're going to fail fail quickly. Mm-hmm. So try to do something and if you decide like don't stick to something that doesn't it isn't working because you feel you've got sunk costs in it and you you feel like you're a failure if you let it go. If it's not for you, it's not for you. I mean, some things you have to give a good shake. And they yeah. would, I know um, one place I worked, they would give things, everything they would give about a year. And if it didn't, it wasn't proving the theory after a year, they'd cut it loose. Oh, okay. And uh, sometimes I think there's uh, a lot of seminars, a lot of talks about failing quickly and letting go of things in in kind of career advice terms. But I think that that resonates too in, in personal creative struggles or other things. Just don't be afraid. Don't think you have to succeed or be right all the time. Sometimes success is letting go of something that you thought you needed to do. Right. So yeah, that's maybe more letting go of baggage, you know? Feels you know good. And just because Joe Blow does it doesn't yeah, mean you Joe have Blow? to do it. What's, yeah, you know, like, sounds frankly, like a windbag. Yeah, like you don't need to follow <laughs> them down the garden path. Exactly, exactly. You know? But I've never been garden. one for, I just started years ago making all these things. Oh, I'm going to do this, do that. And they were out the window in less than a day. Yeah. So now I, I'm more thoughtful on my, more realistic. That's good. I think what's you know, one of the terms Laura Laura listens to a lot of podcasts and things that use the term mindfulness. Mindfulness is a big thing. It's it's gotten a bit to a point where um, it's almost been it's almost made fun of that term. It's mm-hmm. so ubiquitous and, and people people kind of throw it around a lot. But yeah, mindfulness, just being more thoughtful about things you do and like you yes. you, you just said. And also, if I feel like I want to sit and make a cup of tea and do not much, don't pick your pick on yourself. Just do it and. You know? Sometimes you need those you recharge need days, time. you know. You know, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. But in any case, I mean, that's that's kind of my year looking forward. Keep the water drinking up. Yeah. Drink maybe a, be a bit more healthy with my food and drinking. And that's just in general, you know, as I get older, I have to watch out for these things. Yes, well, you, you know. know. We don't want to look like you. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You should be so lucky. Um, it sounded like when I came in earlier, you had you had a toast and roast you wanted to do as well. Should we should we cue that up? Do you have something sure, in your craw? I, I do. I have I have lately. You have yeah, lately. More okay, so. let me, well, this has been going on for a while. Let me find the music. Mm-hmm. So what we do now is uh, this is mom's opportunity to get on her little soapbox with her little legs and uh, tell the world what she's happy or sad about, and we call it Big Gina's Toast and Roast. Well, that's the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Here you go. I think this should be the right music. So what are you doing first? You're going to roast or you're going to toast? I'm going to roast. Oh, what do you got? 
Well, I've got been doing a lot of driving on the highway, just in general, and I'm really getting tired of Pokey Annie. Oh, and I should say Arnie, too. Pokey Annie and Pokey Arnie yeah, are these terms the, you... they're in the wrong lane. Do you know these people? No, I don't know them. Not at all. But when I get by <laughs> them, I look at them and I snarl a bit until I see, you know, maybe they're 85 or so, but they're going too slow. In, in the, the fast lane? In the fast lane. Uh, yeah. And that's a hazard. It is. Yeah, I think... What what happens in my experience is people then get frustrated and try to zip around and then they you know they cause yeah. all kinds of calamity. But Pokey Annie and Pokey Arnie yeah, you move don't need, over. You don't need zippers on either side of them. <laughs> zippers, you know, is that they this, need the to fast move travelers? Over. Yes, and I'm just using that as a term. Um, they could be young people. Could it doesn't matter the age. Yeah, but there seems to be a lot of people that get in that wrong lane. And they sit there and they're happier than pigs and you know, but yeah. the rest of us are like feisty. And you get some people who get really angry and they'll they'll ride their tails or oh, yeah. flash them or whatever. It's uh, flash their lights, I should say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it is it's frustrating. I know uh, sometimes I'm stuck and I'm stuck though, and I can't go anywhere either way. And people are behind me riding oh, my bumper. Riding your bum, I hate but that. I can't go anywhere. So what do they want from me? But you know that's different. Yeah. Where did you come up with Pokey Annie and Pokey Arnie? Oh, it was I just happened to come up with it when <laughs> I'm sure I was. You did. We were in the car, and I'm thinking, well, isn't that a Pokey Annie? And I didn't know if it was an Ernie in there or not. <laughs> Ernie and Arnie and, and Annie's. That's a whole whole Ernie bunch and Arnie of the Pokies. Are, you know who knows? So, Pokey Annie sounds like something you do in the privacy of your own bedroom. <laughs> well, that's to each his own. Pokey Arnie, you might need to see a doctor. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> okay, yeah. so you're you're roasting the people who shouldn't be in the fast lane. Yeah, you know, know your lane. Yeah. Drive where you're comfortable, but everyone's got to be comfortable with each other. Yeah. Pay attention, people. There you go. Pay, Pay attention, attention Pokey Annie and Pokey Arnie. Okay. Uh, and what are you toasting? Okay, I'm going to toast sort of on the same level, but I'm going to toast the people that use their signals properly uh, when they're driving. Signal and Sam and Signal yeah. and Sue. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, or Sarah. You oh, know, there yeah, you go. the people that do their signaling and, and let you know where they're going because yeah. sometimes they're going where you don't want them to go or vice versa, <laughs> yeah. right? So there you go. That's my roast. I like that. I, I know one of the, my pet peeves with drivers are the people who signal, but they don't signal until they're halfway through their turn. Mm -hmm. So what good is that? I already know you're turning. You're halfway through it. Why do you feel you got to put your signal yeah. on now? Yeah, or they wave to you and they haven't signaled and yeah. they've gone right in front of you. The whole and point you're of like, the term signal is yeah. that you're telling me in advance what you're about to do. Yeah. Come on, signal and sue and, and signal and Yeah, and you don't want to you don't want to do that to me because then my hand comes off the steering wheel and you know I might yeah, you need have both a hands little on the bit wheel. of a hand thing like hushaba. Oh, yeah. you know? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so that's me. I'm a finished. I liked it. You're a finished and you're in finished. you're Italian all of a sudden. Yep, all of a sudden. Um okay, so you're you're roasting the, the drivers in the fast lane that shouldn't be, mm -hmm. and you're toasting the people who signal when they should. Yep. There you go. I like yeah. it. That's quick and simple. Everyone yeah. can sympathize with that, unless you're one of them drivers who doesn't do it. Oh, I know. Then mom's going to give you Look a pokey out. Arnie. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's great. So, uh, okay. So let's let's wrap this up because it's it's we're recording on Dad's birthday. I know. And he's come home early. Yes. As I, I thought he might. So we got to get this done so we can actually celebrate with our, our darling yes. father, your darling husband. Um, and uh, so we'll wrap it up. I think. You know, I, I, this is an interesting experiment, the non-alcoholic spirits. Mm -hmm. I think, again, the fever tree is doing a lot of work. So I might just say, I'm going to put the money toward a case of fever tree for those days that I don't want a, an alcoholic beverage and then True. do my own kind of concoction around it. Mm -hmm. um, how do you feel about the non-alcoholic spirits? Would you would you buy more? No, I don't think I would. Yeah, I really don't. Fair. I, you know, 
At this point, I'm not ready to to try any of the other ones. I think this is the first time we might have gotten you to say no to something, mm-hmm. or that like you're not you're not going to you don't like it as much as you, you thought you might. No, I was really really hoping to yeah. to enjoy it, and that would be a really good replacement. I think it's interesting that they specifically say you're not meant to have these straight, mm-hmm. so they're trying to call it out right away. That's not going to be a one to one replacement for a, a straight liquor beverage, um, and that it's meant to be used in a mix. Mm-hmm. But I think that is not going to be understood by a lot of the clientele people no. who want to replace a bourbon or a rum are going to buy this open it pour it in a glass swig it and say no thank you but maybe if they give it a shot in one of their recipes i think that would i i'm surprised they don't actually have recipes right on the bottle well that's what i looked for too yeah because i thought but when i bought it i didn't have my little reading specs with me you know i've got to get one of those little magnifying glasses for shopping yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah or because cooey's not working anymore cooey can we, oh, is me? that how you get the attention of the store, folks? <laughs> yeah, interesting. Well, it's I think it's a good packaging, experiment. Packaging, beautiful. Beautiful packaging. It's definitely a good experiment. And then, yeah, Laura was commenting on how mm-hmm. nice the bottle is. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, uh, you know, it's, it's a trend that I can see going onward and upward, really, True. from here. So uh, I, I'm curious to try more. I certainly would continue trying non-alcoholic versions of things. But yeah. I think maybe for our next mocktail, we should just try something that's an original... It's a drink that's meant to be non-alcoholic from the beginning. Right. Okay. Um, you you get get on that. Let's. I'll get right on it. Yeah. Okay. And don't give me a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> so we've covered a lot of topics today. This okay. is going to be. I might have to cut some of this down. I might yeah. leave it all in. Who knows? Oh. Well, the people deserve the poor it people, all. Poor people. All the poor, the poor people. Us ramble um, on. I'm just going to check in on our social media just okay. quickly. I may edit this part out if we had none. But <laughs> um, we got a, a lot of lovely uh, Merry Christmas messages from folks like. Uh, Karen and uh, my friend Angel in Taiwan. Oh, lovely! Uh, a bunch of people on Instagram reaching out after mm-hmm. our last Christmas episode. So, oh, very good. Thanks for that. We always appreciate it. And yeah. please get in touch. Email us. Happy New Year! Happy this New time. Year! Yeah, Happy let us January. know. Do you make resolutions? Let us know. Yeah. Uh, you know what do you got going? What do you what do you, what did you do last year? You're really happy with that you set out to do, and what are you aiming for this year? And then maybe we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but keep them yeah. clean, though. Keep, keep them clean. clean. Maybe. Yeah. Well, you know, we could use this <laughs> bit of spice, yeah. you know? Um, any parting words for the people? Oh, goodness gracious. Just enjoy yourself. Have a great rest of the month, you Have, know? Try a mocktail. Well, when this comes out, it'll be a couple days before the end of the month, so... Okay, well, you know. enjoy. <laughs> enjoy a mocktail. Whatever, enjoy you know. a mocktail on us. Let us know if you've got any good <laughs> mocktail recipes, too, because I feel like we're, we're looking for something that's really going to change mm-hmm. our, our uh, evening yeah. consumption, so... Uh, let us know what you got and we appreciate you listening as always here's to another year of mother and i holy doodle dandy and uh pokey annie and pokey arnie are along for the ride so thanks everyone take Take care care. everybody bye-bye